Welcome to Essential Conversations. I'm your host, Rebecca Mears, with my co-host, Luca Halex. We're delighted to join you on New Year's Day. We got to spend Christmas with you, and we're spending New Year's Day with you. And, oh, man. We've never been able to do this before. This is so great. Oh, man. It's lovely. So, we, it's like we wrap up the end of the year with our Christmas fun and celebration and gratitude. And now we get to spring forward. Oh, the energy. Oh, the renewal. Yeah. Into, into 2021, which well, is a new decade. We're going, we're heading into, well, you could say, I guess that the new decade started with 2020, but I'm not impressed with it. So <laughs> yeah, I'm going to yeah. skip ahead and say 2021 is the start. I, I'm down with that. I can join you in that. <laughs> yeah. Well, numerologically, 2020 was a five year. So it was about, no, that's not true. It was a four year. So it was about setting the foundations for all the change that's going to come in the coming year. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's done that. It's really done that. But it raised everything down. That's the part we forget about foundations is that you have, Mm. there can't be anything standing when you're making foundations. Oh, yeah. Why didn't we know? This is great. Well, well, we did know, but did we listen, right? And did we know yeah. what it would mean? Because yeah. you can you can know, but not know. It's like before you have a child, you know that parenthood is going to change your life, but you don't know how it's going to change your life oh, until it arrives. That's a really with true. a little bundle of joy yeah. that changes everything. Yeah. So, so I mean, along yeah. those lines of of knowing but really not understanding. Uh, we've been talking, Luca and I, about um, about the channeling that you did, Luca, last year uh, at this time of year, right, just before the new year. And how interesting would it be to revisit that right now and to kind of look at it through the lens of, oh, and this is how it played out. So you just yeah. took some time to to reacquaint yourself with what you what you ended up sharing last year, right? I did, yes. And so I, I mean, I have a few points that have sort of jumped out for me, but for anybody who isn't familiar with what I do, um, part of my psychic abilities is the ability, is the ability to, to channel and channeling means that it's not my voice. It's the voice of other entities who are not in a body and they use me as sort of their mouthpiece to be able to speak. And people say to me, well, how do you know you can trust that? And, uh, and it has to do with my intention. And it has to do with the quality of the information that has come through to me in the past. So I've never been told anything in the past that was detrimental to me or anyone else. So, you know, in, in the last 30 years of having been doing this, I know that what's coming through is benign. Mm-hmm. And in many cases, very helpful. So, so that's basically what I'm doing. And I, I go into a somewhat altered state. I'm not, I'm not a channel who disappears my consciousness altogether. And I don't remember a word of what I said, but I'm not entirely the me, me, Luca is not entirely present to remember it all. I have to go back and listen to it again to get um, more detail about what I said. So I do this once a year. 
um, usually around about New Year's, just in the in the week or two before. Um, so so I I bring this information through and I record it and then and then I make it available for um, all of you out there in listener land to to listen to it. So we will broadcast. Um, the 2021 version of this on the 8th of January. But for last year's information, it was interesting because we knew there were big changes coming, but they didn't actually say there's going to be a pandemic. Right. Yeah. Uh, They, they said, you know, this is, this is going to be a beginning for you. And um, this is, this is going to be, it's going to be exciting. There's, there's all kinds of possibilities they said the the possibilities of a shift from one type of dimension to another. And they said, we're very hesitant to put a label on it because the label limits your understanding of what is going on in the moment. So each of you will have your own experience of it, depending on your intention as you came into not just this lifetime, but to the series of lifetimes from which you draw in the moment. So, uh, so that's, so that's interesting. They said it will start with the beginning of your year, not because it was designed to do that, but because that happens to be where it falls, mm-hmm. um, certainly in terms of the Gregorian calendar. So we see it as a, as a new beginning. Um, but that, so that's what unfolded for us this year. And they, they just said it's going to be a new beginning, um, but they didn't go into all the details of um, what a exactly what a pandemic means so so the, and this is it, it coincides with the information that i've been getting all year long which is that the pandemic is not um it's although it's a big event and it's affecting all of us what's important is that it's a big event and it's affecting all of us more <laughs> than that it is a virus right, right. Yeah. so in a way a virus was the was one thing that was guaranteed to affect the whole planet and was not going to discriminate based on how much money you earned or, you know, it, it doesn't matter. We're all equally susceptible to this. Mm-hmm. What kind of care we get once we have it is a different issue, right. but we're all, we're all susceptible to it. So one of the, the um, first things that they said that, was, that I found really fascinating was they talked about the brain mm-hmm. and they said that, um, and and I and I loved I loved the way uh, I loved the way they phrased it. They said they said you can't possibly think this through with the brain. So this whole pandemic, the whole year, you cannot possibly think this through with the brain that is located, as you believe, inside the skull that rides on the top of your spine. That's how they phrased it. I thought this is so, that's so neat. They said, you are so much more than this. And so you are going to have to use what Luca calls your intuition in order to be able to process all of this and do your best work. So they're, they, they referred to the brain, what we, re- we think of as the brain inside our skulls. They, they called it a computer. <laughs> and they said, but your whole body is a brain. The whole body. And it is a collection of energy systems from the cells and molecules to the intelligence of the soul, which is love. They said love is an intelligence. And they talked about being in love. 
And they said, love is a system. It's a force. It's an energetic. It is energetic, but beyond anything that you would define as energetic. So they went on to to describe it in more detail. And they said, emotions are energy. Love to you is something that you search for, but it creates a different cosmos for you. And that cosmos is the mother, the mother, almost in quotation marks. They said, if you were to imagine going back to the womb, this is the womb to which you would return. This is not a withdrawal from the realities of your experience. This is a call to return to base. It is a place that is kind. It's not that it is without conflict, for conflict is a state of creation. When one does not become two, you cannot birth. You do not create without friction and fusion. And that is a form of energetic conflict. Like that, that concept is fascinating to me. Because we think of conflict as being you know, people going at it with guns and bombs or people arguing and, and until one person loses and another person wins. We don't think of conflict as, as, a, as a form of, of friction, as a, as a rubbing together, like when you rub two sticks together to create fire, right? We don't think of it that way. Um, so that they said many people imagine that if this, if this were a perfect world, there would be no conflict. And they said, that's not a useful concept for you. <laughs> so they said, in this place of love, you are returning to kindness and understanding and the excitement of growing together, of creating together, of mutual exploration. It feels like when you first fall in love, you believe that that is sexual, but it's not. When you begin to consider looking at this through more lenses, you will find that this is the same when you are painting, when, when you are involved in any form of creation. This, this, the writing of a song, the beginning of a new musical movement or a new political movement, the birthing of anything involves this energy of love, this excitement of love. And if reconfigured, and of reconfiguring, of bringing things together in a different way. This gives you enormous excitement. Mm. And that makes sense. So it makes sense that we would chase this, this feeling of, of love. They said that, that excitement, so love, which is a form of excitement, they said that excitement can move physical objects. People haven't used it for that, but it can do that. You think you have to pull something out of the ground and burn it, but you can float, you can bilocate, you can do anything with the energy of love, which is one of the reasons you've been taught to doubt it. Mm. To appreciate love, you need to have had the experience of the absence of love, and you've had that. You've well and truly explored it. And you're now moving back into, moving um, back into the womb again of love. 
It's a place of such creative insight and strategy and collaboration that it will create an explosion, the likes of which this planet has not seen for a long time. So when they're talking about the shift, this is the kind of shift they're talking about. And then they said, this doesn't just happen on this planet because this planet is part of a network, a system of other places in time and space where this is also being explored. So that, and when they talked about the, the body is a brain, Mm -hmm. that makes sense to me. I think we've, we've been ignoring that intelligence is in the body and the, also the intelligence of love. So I find this a lot when I channel information and when I do readings for people that one of the biggest things that they're doing with us, they, is, is helping us to reframe the picture so that we can see more possibilities. Mm-hmm. And this gives us more possibilities. Then, then we can see conflict as not something to be avoided but something to be used to generate something else instead of using it to kill one another mm-hmm. or make one another wrong or, you know, shame one another or whatever it is that we're, we're doing in that moment. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So that was, that was one of the things that I took away from this as I was, as I was reading it through again, this, um, this sense of, um, this planet earth is part of a system of love. And I thought, Ooh, Ooh, that I, cause I like ways that we can look at things so that we can be m- more creative with it instead of using it as a way to, you know, bludgeon one another. Absolutely. Um, I remember how any thoughts on this? Uh, I'm just remembering the overall energy vibe that I got and I remember listening to it and I was very sleepy and so I kind of fell in and out of consciousness as I was as I was listening to it oh how interesting and it was I remember so then there's a whole different way that the brain and heart is processing what it's taking in as I listened and I can remember making mental notes to myself as I was body was physically asleep and the brain going, oh, that's really interesting. You're going to want to listen to this again. <laughs> and I did like mental bookmark of this moment. I, I don't know. There's, there's such a habit of us as humans to look for. We tune into these things expecting to be receiving specifics about our lives as we're living and walking in them. And it's not until we listen or I'll just speak first person. When I listen to what comes through in your year channelings, it's this reminder of step out of the body, step out of the time that you're in, because that's, that's specific to earth and it's specific to us. It's not universe wide. And it's the invitation to remember this bigger, vastly bigger picture of which we are still a part of, but we do not feel a connection to, and we do not perceive how we are a part of it because we're stuck within our, our, the dimensions that we are in here. And so it always just leaves my brain feeling a bit like Swiss cheese because it stretched it 
stretched it way out. And like now there's all these holes that new stuff can come into, come, come in through. Yeah. 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 So for yeah. anybody that has not, uh, maybe didn't listen to it last year, is curious about it. Uh, you can find the link. Is it still on your website, Luca? It's on my website. Yeah. So it's, that's powersorcerer.com, which is spelled power S O U R C E R E R. Uh, and there's a link on that, on the homepage, um, that, that goes to it and uh, it's easy to find and all you have to do is put your email in and, and then you'll have access to it. Yeah. Uh, it's about 45 minutes long, the, the whole thing. And I do a, a quick introduction to it and then we move through. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other things that came out of this and it, and it's been coming up a lot when I do ask Luke alive on Saturdays and, and people have been asking me about um, there've been people that they've been letting go of in their lives uh, because they're, they're creating conflict or they're um, it, it, it has been, it has become so painful to have them in their lives that they don't want to have them in, in there anymore. But they've, they've been saying to me, so what happens when I get rid of them? Then, then what, right. That I've got these, I don't have anybody left. Their fear is I won't have anybody left. Right. And they were talking about this um, last year in the channeling. And they said, they said, many of you are going to just let some things go because you will recognize that they are no longer necessary. It's like when you pack your suitcase to go on a trip, but you have not, but you have not been where you're going yet. Mm-hmm. When you get there, you may be able to jettison some of the things that you packed because you recognize that they're not necessary, but you wouldn't know that before you left. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have known that before you left, right? So, so there, are, there are some things that we have in our lives and, and including people, people in situations, mm-hmm. I think what we're talking about most here, that um, that as we move along, as we move further into the year, we begin to realize we don't need them. Mm-hmm. And it isn't about them being horrible or bad. It's about not necessary. Right. Not necessary to our experience. So they said, as you move into 2020, main, many of you are going to recognize the uh, the the things that are not necessary any longer, and you will be able to let go of them with very little thought and emotional resistance. <laughs> Interesting. And I think that's been happening. It's like people have just been saying enough already, yeah. right? And yeah. just letting go of it. And they said, it will make you feel freer and lighter. And the movement to a better station in your life will be much easier. And I think we've gone through a particularly gnarly part of the year in in the last, since, you know, September, October, November have been pretty gnarly months for a lot of people. Um, And I think that as we move into December, um, the the dust is going to settle a little bit Mm -hmm. as we get ready for what... um, what I think will be a leap forward. So that's, um, yeah, that's, that's, I think going to be uh, a welcome shift. Mm -hmm. Um, They also talked about what's going on off the planet. And they said, there are stations, what you have called in your science fiction space stations that are all around the atmosphere of the earth they do not interfere with that atmosphere because they are in a different form. 
So and they don't mean interfere as in interfere with human beings and their decisions. They're meaning like physically they don't interfere because they're not they're just not on the, in, in the same form. They said, many of you have been going in and out of those stations for a long time now, if not all of your lives. You are familiar with these places. If we showed them to you, you would see them. You may be seeing them as we say this to you. They would be normal to you. So it would be like remembering the time when you were in another city. Right. Because, because it's in the state that you're in when you're there, it's normal. Right. So, so you don't think, oh, my God, it's alien. Right. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. just normal. So you wouldn't remember it until your attention is drawn to it. They don't, they don't look unusual. You would not have a frame of reference for them that says, oh, I don't know what that is. It doesn't look like anything else. Mm. For, um, for, your, for your persona... Your system of understanding, this is normal. So in your memory, it is normal, not exceptional, not worthy of note. But you have been going in and out of those forms of existence for a long time now. So, and then they, they, they suggested at the, at the end of the, of the channeling, they said, and, and this might be something that's really nice um, for, for all of us to do um, as, as we go into um, the, the, the second part of our show, which is going to be about um, setting ourselves up for 2021. But they said that they invited us. They say, we invite you to take your right hand and put it in your energy field where it feels right for it to be at the mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. They said, we have put Luca's hand over her heart. So I was sitting there with my hand over my heart. They said, uh, that may be the place that you need to put yours and it may not. We invite you to form in your own experience a statement of intent to move forward into this energy of love. We invite you to repeat this statement twice more. You have now set your intention for the year ahead. So we may, we may want to inc include that when we, because we, we've got some qu questions that we're going to um, share with all of you out there listening today um, that, that you can use to explore um, what what you'd like to intend for the year coming up and and uh, and maybe that also translates into what you'd like to leave behind from mm. 2020 and maybe even from the last decade or the rest the, the, the rest of your life yeah um, yeah uh, they also said that this that this shift that's going on right now on the planet and we can we can feel it i mean it's a, we're we're looking at shifts that are going to be necessary in our politics and our economics and our uh, our our um healthcare systems and education systems and the internet and all of that they said it has been very carefully orchestrated as would be the case when you choreograph when you put an ensemble together to perform on a stage, the group comes together ahead of time. They have rehearsed. They are ready for the curtain to go up. The curtain is going up, so to speak. All of you um, listening to this have had something to do with the condition of the planet as it is at the moment. And you have been waiting for this to happen. Some of you with more patience and some of you with less, they said with this, with a smile. Um, this timing is critical. So there is a team in place on the planet 
There are people who have been born on, on the planet to do this. There are people who have walked in, as you understand the concept of walking into somebody's physical vehicle. There are people who have, who have had to be positioned in terms of their profession and in terms of their location on the planet. Everyone who is critical to this great leap forward is in place at the moment. Some of them are continuing to relocate over the next few days. So that was at the beginning of the year. Um, and then they, they went on to say this will, this will take place on, the, on January 1st and um, not, not because they orchestrated it to do that. Um, but they also talked about your profession. And I've been getting a lot of questions recently about, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Um, the people saying that the, what they're doing professionally right now doesn't feel right anymore. And they're questioning whether it's what they're doing or where they're doing it or with whom they're doing it. Right. And they, so they, so they addressed this. They talked about it in, in terms of, they said, um, there are many of you who've been trying to decide to determine what your profession is. Your profession is an amalgamation of not just the skills you've put together in this lifetime, but a whole host of skills that you have refined over many lifetimes. You are drawing them together like a team of horses where you have to draw all the reins together so that they can all move your vehicle in the right direction. This is what you are doing at the moment. You are drawing from many different experiences on this planet, which you call lifetimes. You are pulling them together. In each one of your life experiences, you are pulling from all the others. So it looks a bit like you call this, um, this game Cat's Cradle, where all the strings move and you can make your hand, you can move your hands around and the strings move into new positions, new configurations. But, there, but there's still a pattern to it, right? It's the same piece of string, but you, and you've used all your fing fingers to take it off one set of fingers and move it onto another in a different configuration. They said, well, this is true with you in each one of your individual lifetimes. You are all connected to all the other parts of yourselves. And then you are connected to your soul families, your communities across the planet. This is a very, very, very intricate weaving of energetic possibilities at this time on this planet in this experience. This is about the possibilities of a shift from one type of dimension to another. So that's when they started talking about the labeling. They don't want to label it because it limits our understanding of, of what it is for each, for each person. So they don't want to mess, mess with our, what we can do with our imagination and imagining um, into that. So that was, I mean, there's, there's much more in there because it's 45 minutes worth of information and whenever they channel, it's packed. It's just packed. But that's, but that's some of the things that, that when I was listening to it again, really stood out for me. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, in terms of what I remember. I, I appreciated that since I, I had listened to it last year, but it's been a while and it, yes. I, but I just knew that there were, there were going to be gems there that looked different yeah. in the light of one year later. I appreciate yeah. taking the time to, to yeah. go through that, Luca. Yeah. And I've, I've, uh, I think it's time for a song break. And so we've picked Good. a couple of songs today. And we're going to start off with, with a celebration, a little bit of melancholy tinge to it, uh, as ABBA likes to do. So we've got ABBA's uh, Happy New Year. Let's take a listen to that and we'll be back. And I'm going to have some questions for you to help 
clear out what's remaining from 2020 for you and to set you up for 2021.
Welcome back. We just listened to Happy New Year by ABBA. You're listening to Essential Conversations with Rebecca and Luca. And we're talking through, we're kind of doing the last like comb through of the stuff from 2020 as we leave it all behind. Some of the things we've wrapped, packaged up, some things we're pulling forward into 2021. And uh, Luca took some time to go through um, her, reflect upon the channeling that she had done for 2020 at the end of 2019. Uh, to see what now one year's later perspective brings forward for us. And you can connect with that uh, recording if you want to hear more of it and draw your own conclusions. You can find that at Luca's website at uh, powersorcerer.com. Mm-hmm. So I've got some questions that I would love to share. So last year I was spending uh, Christmas and New Year's uh, at a friend's place in Oregon. I was not able to be with my family due to some work responsibilities. And that was difficult, but it also provided an opportunity for something. So for that night, I crafted some questions for uh, my two friends and I to sit in quietness by the roaring fire and meditate on and come up with some answers for. And I was very much feeling the closing of a decade. And so a lot of the questions are phrased as the end of a decade. And as you said at the beginning of the show, Luca, Uh, 2021 is perhaps actually the start of the new decade and we're considering in some ways 2020 to be like we're ready to start over let's not count that year so I'm going to read the questions as I wrote them last year Uh, some of them are phrased around the decade so I encourage you to either make a quick mental note if you want to answer these now or answer them later Um, let's see if these hold anything good for you so the first question is what did the last decade introduce you to and I like the phrasing of that because it's it's positive right it's what what did we gain yeah from the last decade what did the last decade introduce you to you'll find as you take stock it's it's interesting to 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 take stock over a decade as well the things that I ended up answering here were things that they feel so long ago, but they're really not. They're within the last decade. And wow, you know. Well, that was that was when we met. Yeah, it's We true. met in 2011. You're right. Right? At, yeah. Um, when we were doing our coaching training. So that's within the last decade. We wouldn't yeah. even be doing this show if we had <laughs> that hadn't happened. So one of our answers yeah. is each other. <laughs> yeah. Another yes, question. Yes. Another question is, what did I learn to let go of in the last decade? What did I learn to be important? Yeah. What did I learn to let go of in the, in the last decade? Yeah. Yeah. I had quite a long list there as well. Can be an interesting. Yeah. Because new beginnings, I think require a letting go. So beginnings require some endings to, because we, we don't have space to, for the new to unfold in if we haven't let go of some of the old. Some of the things on my list were not necessarily things that I was consciously trying to let go of, but they got, you could say, even smacked out of my hand or forced out of my hand or ended, uh, whether it was by my volition or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did need to go through the process mm-hmm. of learning to let it go. Okay, that is no longer. Or yeah. this, this is not serving me anymore. Yeah. And there may have been several iterations of it. Like we don't always learn something the first time. 
(laughs) And so then the universe with a capital U has to come back and do it again and do it again. And, you know, so we get better at it. Right. And, And there may be things that we were better at letting go of at the end of the decade than we were at the beginning of the decade. Yeah. Yeah. Another question. What am I happy to say goodbye to in 2020 and that I expressly disinvite into the new year? I like that. Expressly disinvite. Yeah, you are not welcome. You shall not enter. You shall not pass. (laughs) I'll repeat that again. What am I happy to say goodbye to in 2020 that I expressly disinvite into the New Year's? New Year. Uh, Another question. What did I begin to experience in 2020 that I want to open my door wider for? in 2021 what did i begin to experience in 2020 that i want to open my door wider for in 2021 and that embraces the idea that we often have overlap Mm -hmm. between the things we're letting go of and the things that we're embracing and that the things we're embracing can show up in uh, in, in a in a whiff it's like when you're walking down the street at night and everybody's cooking their dinners and you can see so you you get you get wafts of people's yummy dinner smells as you walk down the street right yeah. you're not invited to dinner yet <laughs> so so what are we getting whiffs of that we would like to follow um, into into the kitchen more of more of yeah Next question, what would make my heart dance to experience in 2021? What would make my heart dance to experience in 2021? That's like, that's dreaming forward, right? Yeah. yeah. And giving yourself permission to choose the things that make you happy, right? Yeah. 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 That feel good. Yeah. So here's a good one. If we're from the decade view, what would I like the theme of the next decade to be? What so would that I, setting intention? Yeah. What would I like the theme of the next decade to be? Mm-hmm. Also and begs I, the question, what was the theme of the old decade? Yeah. Right. The one we're letting go of, um, because there, there might've been a really great theme for whether we realized it or not, there might've been a really great theme for the previous decade. So now let's be intentional and say what we want the theme to be for the next one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So then a couple of questions oriented around wishes and around beyond just our life. What do I wish for my extended family for 2021. And this can be chosen family, it can be blood family, whatever that looks like for you. And then what is your my heart's wish for my community and for the world for 2021? And then like the little cherry on top, what is my biggest gratitude right now? Oh, honestly think mine that is- one's heart that one's heartfelt yeah 
I, 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 and I, I feel like the, you know, I'll answer that on air right now. That is, I made it through. I made it through this year. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I made yeah. it. Through. Yeah. My biggest gratitude I would say is for, is, is goodwill. It's the goodwill of the planet because although we're going through these incredibly stressful times, the goodwill that I w- witness from, from people who are giving with no expectation of anything in return is staggering. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. So that feels like a clearing out, a taking stock, piling things up, sending some things out the door, opening the door wider for others. But now I would really like to leave us with a little gift for this new year. So there's something that I do with my clients. Luca, I think you may have done it with your clients too. I know it was something that we first experienced, we were led through when we were training as coaches. Uh, I would like to yeah. do to lead everybody who's listening through a, a guided visualization uh, where we're going to connect with the future, our future selves, our own self. We're going to tap into our own wisdom, but from the future. So if you are somewhere not driving. <laughs> I was just going to say, if you're driving your car, do something that will keep you awake while you listen to this. That's exactly. Because I will be speaking in a moderately hypnotic kind of tone to try to encourage your brain to take over and the body to quiet down. So I'd like to start, I'll start by doing some relaxation kind of uh, instructions, and then it'll just flow right into the visualization. So if you are somewhere that is not driving, please go ahead and stretch yourself out. You can close your eyes. You can um, uh, lay down on the floor. You can lean back in a chair, whatever it is that you would like to do that feels comfortable. And let's start by doing a body check-in. I'm going to do this along with you because it helps me if I follow along while I give instructions as well. Let's start by scrunching up our toes and then wiggling them around. And let's roll our feet on our ankles back and forth in different directions and then let them be. Tense up your calf muscles and then release them and maybe bounce them a little bit so they feel nice and limber. Bounce your kneecaps up and down. Do a little dance with your kneecaps. Clench your thighs, tense them for a few seconds, hold it, and then release, and then bop them up and down so that they also remember that, ah, they can let go. Squeeze your buttocks super tight for a few seconds, and then release those, wiggle around. Squeeze your shoulders way up towards your neck and your head and then release and let your head move around a little bit, get more comfortable. Take a deep breath. Let it out. Take another one and feel the expansion in your rib cage. Let it out again. Tense your core muscles up for a few seconds and then let them go. Another gentle breath. And as you lay or sit wherever you are, 
I want you to, with your eyes closed, provided you're not driving, don't close your eyes if you're driving, I want you to see yourself where you are, see where you're sitting, see where you're lying, and just take a look at yourself, all relaxed on the floor or in that chair, wherever you are. Just observe how calm and relaxed you are. And then I'd like you to take a look around at the room that you're in with your eyes closed, of course. You just looked at yourself sitting or laying there. Now you're looking around the room. And as you do so, I want you to notice that there's a rope that's hanging. It's like it's dangling from the ceiling, but you, you look up and you realize, oh, there is not actually a ceiling there anymore. It's just straight open to the sky. And this rope is going way, way up high. The rope has a really big knot on it. It's so big and fat, it's easy to stand on it. I would like to invite you to stand on this very big, thick rope. Stand on the knot and hold on. And we're gonna let the rope slowly take us up. And it starts to raise us up through the ceiling. We start to see the, the town is falling away below us. You can see our building getting a little bit smaller. You can see the surrounding houses. You can see the neighborhood. You can see maybe some bodies of water or some mountains as we start to get a little higher, whatever is our, the environs of our city. It's slowly bringing you higher and higher. Start to see the outline of land. You lose sight of your specific city now. And we come to rest just in that sort of middling atmosphere part where we can see space around us. We can still breathe, all right. And we can see Earth below us. Take a look around up here in this quiet, quiet space where it's very safe, very, very held. And you'll see that to your side, there's another rope. And this one is a gold rope. Now, before we switch over to that rope, I'd like you to make a decision about how many years you would like to go into the future to see yourself. Would you like to go one year in the future? Would you like to go two, or five, or 10 or more? You get to decide. Decide how many years you want to go and then carefully Move yourself across to the other rope, which also has a nice big knot waiting for you to stand on. Hold on tight. And that rope is going to start slowly lowering you. And as you come down, start to see the land is beginning to take more shape. And it may be bringing you down to a different looking area than where you just left, and that's fine. Maybe bringing you to the same, that is also fine. Take a good look around you as the rope is slowly lowering you. Notice the topography, the bodies of water. And it brings you closer. You can start to see foliage. You can start to see perhaps some settlements. And it brings you slowly and gently just above the ground where you can step off and take a really good look around you where has it brought you this is a place you know is it an unknown place just do a little visual explore you can even walk around a little bit if you want 
And as you do a little exploring, you're going to come across a path. Go ahead and follow that path. This path is for you. And as you go along the path, you can start to see somebody walking towards you. You come closer to this person. And as you get close enough to be able to make out features, you can see it's you with a big smile on your face. And however many years in the future you've decided, go on up to yourself and greet yourself with in whatever means you want to. And the you from the future has been expecting you. They want to show you some things and they have some stories to tell you. Go ahead and listen for a few minutes. Let them show you around where you are. Feel free to ask any of the questions that you've come bearing the biggest ones on your heart. They're ready for them. They have a gift for you. Let yourself receive whatever it is that they want to give you. And the time is growing close when we're going to need to return. But take a few more minutes Anything you need to ask, anything they still want to tell you, they have one final thing they need to say. Let's hear that. And then you can start making your way back to where the rope is, perhaps together. Before you say goodbye, if you have not yet looked at the gift that they gave you, let's do that now and ask any questions you want to before you climb on the rope.
say your goodbyes, give your gratitudes, and when you feel ready, you can climb back onto the golden rope and it slowly begins to lift you up. You can watch the ground slowly falling away, watching the water bodies and the mountains and the hills come back into focus. Gently and slowly brings you right back up to the same position, just in the middling atmosphere where your home rope is still sitting there, waiting for your company. Take a final look around and carefully make your way across to the other rope. When you feel ready, it will begin to lower you again very slowly. And as you come down, you can see the map of the area where you live water bodies, the mountains, the rivers. You can see your city come into focus. Now your neighborhood and your house. And it slowly and gently brings you back down and into the room where you are still sitting there or laying there very peacefully. You can climb off the rope. Take a deep breath. Wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingers, wiggle your nose. And then when you feel ready, you can open your eyes and remember that you are still right here in this room, present, listening to Luca and Rebecca, listening to Essential Conversations on CJSF. But now you've got a new sense of what's ahead for you and what is to come. Nice way to begin the year. Yeah. And so we wish you a very happy new year. We wish you ease. We wish you joy. We wish you connection. We wish you health. We wish you abundance. Uh, a sense of healthy community. Yeah. In terms of the community of the planet. You know, the community of self, the community of family. Yeah. Yeah. community yeah the great the big community there's there's little communities there's pocket communities yeah. and there's bigger communities yeah yeah so we're gonna play uh chicago's song uh, beginnings because we thought this would be a really strong way of ending it's got the energy that we want it's got the positivity that we want we won't have time to play the whole thing but we're gonna send it out into the new year and we're gonna take our leave from you and as we go today we wonder what's around the corner.
Conversations is brought to you courtesy of Luca Halleck's Power Sorcerer. And Rebecca Mears, Certified Coach. Increase your awareness, expand your options, empower yourself. Luca can be reached at www.lucahalleck's.com. I light the fires that light a thousand more. Connect with Rebecca at catchingfire.ca. Yep, yep, yep. yep, yep, yep. Oh, 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 oh. Happy, 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 boing, 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 boing,